This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 51 with Natasha Denman. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Key to Authority podcast. I'm your host, Janish Pandya, and I'm really excited to have you on the show because today we're going to dive into a topic that I still can't believe it. Over 50 episodes, we even haven't touched it, and that is writing a book. We've had a number of guests who have been published authors, but we haven't just come across someone who could share the insights and the details about how to go about writing a book, and that changes today. Becoming a published author is one of the fastest ways of building credibility and growing your authority in your industry. And having a published book not only opens a lot of doors, but you can also utilize it in so many ways from using it as a lead generation, as a giveaway, as an added bonus to your workshops and events, and as a lot of number of things. Publishing a book is a must-must if you're really serious about becoming an authority in your industry. And today's guest is really, really amazing at exactly that. She has helped a number of clients to write their books, and you won't believe it, in 48 hours through her Ultimate 48-Hour Author System. And I'm really, really excited to share that interview that I did with her because it's full of insights, full of details, full of step-by-step instructions on how to actually go about writing your book and what to do and what not to do and all those things. And even the best part is she gives you an incredible gift. So make sure you listen out till the very end to find the details about getting that gift so that you have a step-by-step written system next to you when you're actually creating a book. The guest I'm talking about is Natasha Denman. Natasha is the ultimate 48-hour author. After publishing her fifth book, Early in 2015, she now mentors entrepreneurs and business owners to become published authors and become the authority leader in their field. So you know what she does and what she has to share comes from tried and tested methods. And she's done that with a number of clients and she has a 100% success rate. So let's get right into the interview with Natasha Denman. Hey, Natasha, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, Sharon Atwood attended one of your trainings when you came over here uh, in Perth, and she mentioned that I have to get you on the show because she really loved what you shared at that training course at Coach and Connect, and she felt like you gave immense, immense amount of value to the people attending the course and helping out get them to write their own books and self-publish and sort of things. So she told me, it's like, you're the expert in this. You have to talk to a Janesh. And here we are. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited. <laughs> so Natasha, tell me, how did this whole journey behind the 48-hour author begin? And where where did you start? Okay, so I started out in business uh, May 2010, and it had nothing to do about authoring. I actually qualified as a life coach and um, started on a, a journey where I was very general. I had no idea what my niche was, uh, but with the help of my first mentor, we uh, ultimately decided to niche within weight loss, and my very first business was called Ultimate Weight Loss Lose the Last 10 Kilos. It still exists. It still has a licensed system that people invest in to use within their uh, health and wellness businesses. However, the turning point of that, uh, me making only $7,000 in those first 12 months um, to obviously building a six-figure business was the publishing of my very first book, uh, which is called The Seven Ultimate Secrets to Weight Loss. And the uh, the reason that I wrote it is because I basically met someone out networking and we had a coffee chat. And he said, Nat, you know, so many cool things about human behavior and mindset and and all these things that make people tick. Why don't you write a book? You're like, it will really be your business card on steroids. And he didn't have to tell me twice. I saw the light straight away. 
And I created this 90-day goal where I wrote that first book, the old-fashioned way, the very long way, even though some people say, well, I brought out a book in six months, my very first book, which is very, very rapid for most people. Um, and as that book was coming out, I was also having my second child, Amika, and I was going on maternity leave from my day job. So um, I had those 18 weeks of paid parental leave to make it work <laughs> uh, that the government gives you. And I did. Uh, look, I'd never looked back within 90 days of my book being out. My practice grew to six figures and I had full um, uh, book of weight loss coaching clients. And then the issue of selling my time for money came up. So as I developed programs with CDs and manuals, people started being curious as to how I do that. And they started approaching me for product development and, you know, can you help me pull my intellectual property together? And I started mentoring uh, health and wellness businesses specifically. It wasn't any other types of businesses because obviously it was from the weight loss um, area. And and um, I niched under the second brand, which was Ultimate Business Edge, Create Products for Profit, which also went amazingly, and realized that, yes, I don't have enough time to, to sell. It's all run out. So I licensed those couple of um, uh, programs and systems, and I like to call them businesses in a box because then they provided systems for those coaches and health and wellness people who didn't have a program to take people through. And this is what got my husband to quit his job three years ago at Christmas. Um, and we started, you know, looking after our licensees, but we very quickly realized that, um, I guess selling a business in a box, people have to take responsibility to take action. And, um, and the success rate of our licensees wasn't high. And I was very disheartened by that because I didn't want people to invest thousands of dollars and then just put it up on the bookshelf. So even though we still, um, our license systems still exist and people approach us to buy them, we don't actively market them. Uh, because we're passionate about the ultimate 48 hour author, which is what we've been doing for the last two and a half years. We have run eight retreats, about to do the ninth retreat. We have taken 85 people through. And because it's an end to end system, we have got 100% success rate. So, uh, in summary, um, uh, I love doing that program because, uh, everyone that invests in it gets the result. At a minimum, a book, and at a maximum, they're building a six to seven figure business. So, um, that's, that's briefly my story, if you like, uh, as to how it resulted to be ultimate 40 hours and now, uh, pretty much full time. And what, what's your story before that? Because you said you were working mm -hmm. and yeah. you became a life coach. Cause it's, yeah. I'm curious about that. What got you going in terms of that space? Cause it's something, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so why, uh, why did I get into business? Um, so just uh, to explain, I wasn't born in Australia. I was born in Macedonia uh, in the capital city there and I actually lived there till I was 14. So when I came to Australia at the age of 14, I didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> and uh, and I um, uh, I was very successful academically um, in school. I just picked things up. Obviously, I like to talk. <laughs> and uh, my... Um, uh, my career evolved in the optical industry. I was an optician and um, I worked for OPSM and then Specsavers. And we actually bought a Specsavers franchise with my husband when we had our first child. I wasn't in charge of it. It was all just his baby. Um, uh, and one day I got pulled out of my day job uh, to um, to go home by him because I was actually working in a different Specsavers store. And um, I was very obviously scared as to what he was going to tell me because he just pulled me out and said, drop everything you're doing and come home right away. And I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, what's happened? It's either my mom, because my mom's the only person here in Australia, or his dad. He just said to me that Judd was okay. Judd is our son. And um, when I drove the longest five minutes home to see what had happened, my husband announced that he had lost the business overnight wow. and that he had made a very poor decision. Um, which then set me on a spiral through going through those six stages when shit hits the fan, you know, the stage of, uh, first of all, denial. Okay, no one was sick or dead, so, uh, you know, I was, like, relieved. So denial, anger, blame, depression were the four stages I went through, and then I went to a counsellor for a few sessions. That is where I had that moment of I'm going to be a life coach <laughs> at the third session. Um, and pretty much, yeah, the, the life coaching really was a journey about me helping myself 
uh, before I could help other people. Um, I didn't know it at the time. I thought it was like, yep, I've gotten over this and um, I'm going to just um, go and do this coaching and build a business. But I didn't get a paying client for five months, um, which, um, you know, I, I always persisted though. Um, but I worked on myself and once I was okay and I had helped myself, I was able to then start attracting people uh, to help as well. So I got a degree in psychology and psychophysiology as well from when I finished high school. Uh, but obviously that came more into uh, play when I got back to human behavior after, I guess, a decade in the optical industry. <laughs> so in regards to then when you were starting up, you mentioned that you had the ultimate weight loss business and then you went to the ultimate business edge and now the ultimate 48-hour mm-hmm. author. So you, yes. you've jumped from one level to another to another. So what was that one thing that worked for you when you were starting out Okay, so um, would you like me to talk about marketing around the business, like what what was really working and what wasn't? Or? Yeah, in terms yeah. of marketing, absolutely. Sure, yep. sure yeah. Um, look, I from day one, I've been a very active networker, and the reason I believe also when my book did come out uh, that my practice grew very quickly is because I had attended regularly and consistently two events every single week. And to this day, I still do that. I actually just recently developed my own uh, planner. I call it the Ultimate 2016 Success Planner. And in that uh, planner, because no other planners have things the way I would set them out, I have got like two, which events, which two events are you attending this week? So it's really like the entrepreneur planner because it's um, catered for people like me. And um, I made it for myself and it's now gone viral with my whole community. <laughs> which is really funny, um, but um, I've always attended two events a week and that's the thing that's always worked and if I ever, ever slow down in business or I feel like, oh, my God, you know, where's everyone gone, I just go out more and meet more people and keep building relationships and I'm a big relationship builder. I'm not a push marketer. I'm a pull marketer, so I've been very patient to nurture people that I meet and um and just keep in touch with them, be very active on social media since day one. Uh, those are the things that work. Yep. And you mentioned that because of those relationships you built, that your first ever book uh, when you were in the weight loss mm. business uh, did yep. gangbusters. So how did you go about promoting? Because at that time, I guess, yeah. you had little idea about writing a book or promoting yeah. a book. So what was the things that sure. happened that made it so successful? Oh, well, um, I did a pre-launch. So prior to the, as I was writing the book, I was updating everyone on social media. I was, I guess, building up a hungry crowd, getting, uh, offering a special, uh, price prior to the book coming from the printers. And I really sold enough books to fund my publishing package. Um, I uh, had created like a mock-up cover for it. Um, and, uh, wrote an article every week, every week, released a video every week. Um, about it and, you know, communicate it to my list. So people were not, like, were very, very clear, like similar to what I just did also with the planner. Like I basically thought I want to design a planner for myself, but I had a feeling that my community will want one. So I said, all right, guys, I'm going to design this. This is a special pre-release price. And the minute people start paying you, the thing is you cannot let them down. So what that also <laughs> does, this is your cure to procrastination. You make a commitment to someone else. I actually went to my inner circle and I said to my inner circle, come on, guys, I go special $39.95 price just for the inner circle. Everyone else is going to pay $49.95 and when it comes out, it will be $59.95. And I said, someone please just buy it so I would create it because if no one buys it, you know what You know, people what people do is just that they, they won't follow through. So surely enough, one of my authors straight away bought it, bought it. She goes, now you have to do it. She knows. <laughs> and, um, and that's how I've done everything actually, Dinesh. Uh, I have, um, always put it out. This is what I'm going to do. Same as with the retreats. I never created the whole system. I just came up with the idea. I pulled together what I would offer and what, where it was priced at and how people would pay me. And I just went out and told people about it. And the minute the first, uh, first two or three people committed, I was like, oh, my God, I've got to create all of this now and I've got to follow through. So basically I sell stuff before I create it. The only thing that I didn't, um, well, I guess I did. Uh, I did a lot of free sales on the weight loss book, even though it was always going to come out. 
Um, but that's how I operate my business because what's the point of going through all the hard work of developing things if no one's bought it? So, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that because it, it reminds me of what I've done as well and it's less than that. Quite a few people have taught me in terms of the validation ideas, like put it out, have a general idea of what you want to do and then see yeah. if people are going to pay for it. And then if they do that, yeah. then you kind of have a deadline to work to and you'll get your butt off and start working. So it's, it's yeah, lovely correct. to see that you've been applying this and oh, that's really good. <laughs> so Yeah, I didn't even realize it was a, a good strategy. I just thought it was a smart thing to do because um, – um, otherwise, you know, people are creating stuff and then they get so disheartened if no one buys it because they've invested hours upon hours. Like this, you create, as I say, some sexy copy, you put a little image of what it's going to be, and then people go, yep, I want one of those. And if they're, you know, they're early adopters, they'll pre-purchase it. And as we see now, everyone that didn't pre-purchase, uh, like they missed out on a lot of the pink planners because I happened to order only 50 pink and 150 black. Oh. <laughs> and everyone's gone gangbusters over the pink. And I'm like, sorry, guys, they're sold out. Now you're going to have a black one. <laughs> oh. I see a theme happening here is like you've been – applying stuff to help yourself out and then yeah. there's a little business idea or there's a little thing like that book when you wrote uh, for the yeah. weight loss now it's ultimately turned into your ultimate 48 hour ortho, uh, program. Yeah. program yeah so in terms of natasha then like you talk about writing books and yeah. you talk about that so i guess that's building towards authority so what is your definition of authority um I guess a person that uh, is well followed uh, by uh, by a community that they have built their own tribe and and um, you know they're known. Like yesterday, I was at an expo um, and I was sitting there and I just I was a person in the audience and I just asked the question of a panel of you know they had like about five hundred people in the room and then a panel of six people in front of us. And half the people on the panel knew exactly who I was. And then they said, oh, if anyone doesn't know, that's Natasha Denman. And she <laughs> does, like, you know, like that, I didn't introduce myself. They were introducing me. And then I have people coming up to me saying, can I take a photo with you? And I rang my husband and I said, there's people wanting to take photos with me. <laughs> and I said, he goes, and he just laughed. He goes, oh, my God, you're such a celebrity. And I said, I, I said, it's um, it's interesting, like, you know, or other people are coming up and saying, I want to introduce you to this person. I've been telling them about or people are standing around. Like I didn't have a stand actually. It was a person who's getting more involved into our retreats. One of our authors is um, uh, has taken someone through our system and we're sort of nurturing them through helping a little bit more and taking people through stuff. And he had a stand and I was just there as a guest, I guess. Um, and But I didn't move from the stand because people just kept coming up and coming up and saying, I just want to introduce myself. I followed you heaps on Facebook and I just want to say, you know, this and that, you you know, I really love what you post or things like that. So what do I define authority? Being known um, in some way, shape or form in the industry that you operate in and that this was a small business expo is that, you know, uh, people know you and, um, and you have some level of fame. That's what I would say because then you kind of just have uh, – that authority is means that you don't need to sell yourself. It it already establishes you and your credibility is uh, is instant in people's eyes. Makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's a similar definition to mine, where I say authority is getting known for what you do, why you do it, and how you do it, and it's more that. Yeah. You mentioned the pull factor rather yeah. than here's my stuff, go buy, here's my stuff, go buy. It's just like people coming to ask you. So, not great. Yeah. So, I just wanted to give the example, I guess, of a real life uh, situation, which was really interesting yesterday because I guess I was in a space where I am friends with a lot of these people. I, I actually bumped into many people and you know, I said, oh my God, this is like a big reunion. Everyone <laughs> in business that I know is here. But then there was those extra people that, are also, I guess, in the network, but I've never ever met physically. And, um, and that was, yeah, that was really cool to see. And if, when I mentioned who I was, everyone's like, Oh, yeah, I've seen your Facebook ads or, you know, that awareness of, you know, always being, um, present in, you know, in, in the space. And that I guess you've achieved mostly with your 48 hour author 
program and things like that. So in terms of writing a book, Natasha, what is the key to writing a book quickly? Yep, so speak it out. (laughs) Um, Definitely. So uh, my biggest aha moment, I guess, when the idea was born, it was just before a weekend that me and Donna Brown, who who, uh, who calls herself the work-from-home queen, and uh, we decided to write a book and co-brand under a brand called Ninja Business Chicks. And we thought the best way to launch this brand is to write a book. So let's write this book uh, called Ninja Couch Marketing. So what you can do to market your business from the couch. And so she was going to write six chapters. I was going to write six. And we, because we're so, so busy, we um, we decided to go away on a weekend. And I said, okay, Donna, I'm going to write, we're going to write for 60 minutes and we're going to have a 15 minute break. Then we're going to type for another 60. Then we're going to have lunch. And so I created this big run sheet of how the weekend was going to unfold and how we're going to finish half a book each. And then I interviewed a social media guru for chapter 13 on my iPhone. And because I'm really lazy about like making notes and things like that, I just want it done really fast. Like I've got three values in my business and those are fast, fun and fame. Um, so everything has to be, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be fun. It's going to happen fast and it's going to bring me fame. Okay. <laughs> that's and a really five, great values. <laughs> yeah. Those are my three values and that's what I expect and that's what I deliver. So if my clients have to have fun while they're working with me, we have to do things fast and get their books done so rapidly. And then obviously it's going to bring them fame, which is obviously writing a book brings uh, credibility and fame used correctly. And so as I was sitting there, I go, I'm too lazy to, you know, obviously make notes about this interview. So I sent it off to Elance and had it transcribed for $20. And then I got all these pages and pages of, you know, awesome interview, like just like we're doing now. And I read it and it said like Daniel Martin, who's the guy that I interviewed and then what he said. And then it's Ninja Business Chicks and sort of what I said. And I read it and I go, oh, my God, this is perfect. His voice is really portrayed what he wanted to say. It's like, you know, it's coming from the horse's mouth. And I go, cut and paste. I just put it <laughs> straight into the book. And then as we're sitting there with Donna and I'm saying, this is what we're going to do, she and I stopped for a second. I said, uh, why are we typing? I said, why couldn't we map out what we're going to say now, six chapters each, and then speak it out? Because we know what we're talking about. We're always doing workshops. We're speaking all the time. So it's not like, you know, we'll be stuck with words. So we, we, we actually really need to keep it tight. And so we did. And it took us just three hours at that weekend to write the book. And the rest of the time we had a girls weekend away. We went to massage <laughs> and dinner and all this sort of stuff. It was fun. And that book came out 72 days later. Obviously the process of editing and proofing and layout takes longer, but the execution was that weekend. Um, so a little tip for your listeners is um, 20 minutes per chapter over 12 chapters will give you a 40 to 45,000 word book. So really our retreat should be called seven hour retreats because it really only takes seven hours to execute the book. The other time we do educationals on, on building your brand, using your book um, as your business guide on steroids and obviously how you can leverage into other products and services from that book. Um, and gain free publicity and obviously establish as a speaker. So we have seven educationals and we have seven speaking hours throughout the, the 48 hour author retreat. Um, and that's how that, that, that came about. So fast tracking the process, you speak it out, you don't type it out. Those of you that are listening and going, I could never speak out a book. There's a whole templated system. I actually today, um, prepared two of my authors for the November retreat. And when they finish their two-hour one-on-one, because there is a two-hour one-on-one with me to unpack the book, make it sexy and marketable, and then I show them how to unpack one chapter of the 12. And um, and then they realize, oh, my God, like all the dots are connecting and I can totally do this. Um, and they get a great sense of relief. That's why I always say to people, just trust the process. I've done this with 85 people and obviously five times myself. So, um, uh, so that's how you fast-track it. So, I'm curious about that template. So, because could you give me an example in terms of going to that template and some questions? Obviously, not the whole template because we might not have the time. No, no, no. What's the process do you go through in there, and what are the questions? Because 
There's, oh, you're getting me curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there are book, there's two templates. There's a book unpack template and there's a chapter unpack template. And the chapter one, the book one I developed after I wrote my ultimate 48 hour of the book. So, but the chapter one is already in my book, which I'm going to give a gift to your listeners, um, of the whole book, which is actually the whole system. A lot of people tell me, Oh, you know, did you just write this book to get people into your retreats? Well, no, I actually wrote it because it's the whole thing. I'm a very big how-to girl. Yeah. Um, so when I share my content and any resources, they tell you what to do, step one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. So it's not really a book that's just going to build up the why and what to do and then doesn't give you – that leaves you hanging. It's actually the whole system. So chapter unpack templates in there. A book unpack template is really just um, simple. It talks about um, – what, uh, who's obviously the target reader? Why are you writing the book? What's the purpose? So what, you know, what do you want to achieve with it? You know, um, and most of the time it is credibility, uh, you know, become that key, uh, a person of influence and authority figure. And, um, uh, and then it's got, uh, what problem are you solving with this book? Uh, because we, we want to uh, completely understand that there's a solution to a problem because most of the books that we do is, around positioning someone as an expert. So they're definitely solving a problem. And then it's got 12, um, uh, I guess, it's got a little table and it's got uh, 12 uh, spots where you unpack your broad topics. And then on the right-hand side, you make those uh, broad topics sexy and marketable. And I teach people obviously how to do this and we do it together in our two-hour session. And at the very bottom bottom of that template, it's got the title and tagline, which we brainstorm together. So once we come up with, and I call that the skeleton of your book, and once you look at that and actually you create the sexy names for it and you come up with a title, people start to go, oh, my God. Like this is so simple. I actually do this in my introductory workshop live in the room. Uh, I was in Perth a couple of weeks ago, which is your hometown. And um, I did Sarah Cordner's uh, book unpack in front of everyone. And she was amazed how, oh, my God, I didn't <laughs> believe it was this simple. You know, obviously she does uh, different similar things. Um, but just to, to be exposed to how I do it, she goes, because she couldn't believe it, you know, how simple it was. So, um Yeah. So that's what's the trick around the titles because I think that's where some people get stuck around and yep. – it's something where I'm like, you know, it's like not if the headline's not the right thing or yeah. if the title's not the right thing, not no one is even going to bother picking up the book. Sure, sure. So use of hypnotic words and hypnotic phrases are essential. So if you don't know what they are, just Google them and you'll come up with hundreds and then you can print them off and play with what um, what suits. Obviously, the title, I would say, don't make it quite punchy. It doesn't have to be really, really obvious, but it needs to be punchy to get people curious. Um, and the tagline really needs to say what problem you're solving. So is it a 12-step blueprint to go from to or something that really oozes a system, okay, because people love to buy a nice package and a system that if I read this, then I'm going to solve everything that I need around this particular issue. That's why my first book, The Seven Ultimate Secrets to Weight Loss, it's it oozes that, yep, once I've figured out what these seven are and did them, I'm gonna, you know, that's it. I've got I've solved all my weight loss problems. However, is there thousands of different weight loss secrets? Of course there is. There's always lots of different things. There's no limit to numbers, but if you actually put a number to it and the reason you would have heard me say twelve a lot of um during this conversation so the reason we do 12 is because it's an awesome chunk and 12 develops into a 12-week program, into a 12-month program, into 12 uh, webinars, or 12 workshops, some introductory events. Um, it doubles up as a retreat, like really my whole book, my ultimate 48-hour author book is the retreat. Um, so we're looking at a system beyond just it being a book, say a book of 14 or 16 chapters. Makes sense? Yeah. Ah, that makes a yep. perfect sense with the yeah. 12 tying in because that was my next question I was yes. going to ask. It's like, what's 12. the deal with the 12? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's not set in stone. Like I've had a lady come and do 50 ways too because she actually converted all of these blogs and articles into a book. She just like collated it into a book, which is awesome because she didn't have to write a word of it. It was just collated. And you can do that. If you've been blogging a long time, you can definitely turn it into a book. 
Um, but most of the authors just come start from scratch. They follow the 12 step system. So now you've got like the book out of you, you have created the skeleton. So you were talking about getting the chapter out of you. So yes. can, can like, I know you mentioned that it's in the book and we just briefly yeah. go over through that. Cause I just want to quickly like a uh, few minutes on each part of the process to sure, sure. give a nice layout to the listeners. Like this is how the whole process yeah, works absolutely. and people need help with this cause it's, like people think it takes six months or 12 months and then they never get it. Then they procrastinate no. and it forgets. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So we go through the chapter. We follow our format, which is why, what, how, what if. And it's a quadrant uh, style. So for those of you listeners who pick up the book, just go to the appendices section and you'll see the little quadrant way of the way this is set up. This, um, uh, by the way, uh, some of our templates have involved, evolved over the uh, retreats because we, as, as we do more and more retreats, the more refined this process becomes and, and the faster we're able to help people and, um, there's more understanding around it all. So yeah, so basically in each chapter, the, the, the author must go through a logical sequence of explaining, well, why is it important to understand this particular topic, whatever the chapter is about? What is it that I'm going to talk to you in this chapter? How do you do the thing that this chapter is about? And then what are the objections in the reader's minds that perhaps will come up as they're reading the content of the chapter? So addressing their objections, like as if you were doing a workshop. So what are the questions that may come from the audience? Okay. And then you may also choose to do three actions and activities that the reader should do as a result of reading that chapter. So once I do unpack a chapter with a client in our two-hour prep session, they then know what to do with the other 11. And that's where the pre-work prior to retreat takes 10 to 12 hours. Um, and then the attendance of the retreat follows, which is where the book gets executed and spoken out. And then it goes into transcription. So we've got an awesome Aussie expat living in Canada who does, uh, he niches in book transcription. So he actually gets it so good and he paragraphs it and it comes back quite uh, neat. Uh, the only thing that our authors need to do then is obviously read through it and um, clean it up. And if they want to add any extra things, they, they're welcome to. And that process takes about 15 hours on average. It's about an hour and a half per chapter. And everything gets cut and pasted into one document and it goes into publishing. So really uh, pre-work, 10 to 12 hours, post-work, about 15 and the rest of it is market your little heart out and get get as many pre-sales happening. And really, I mean, it, uh, it's up to you how much you want to do to really uh, promote the book, which is all the strategies you would have learned at the retreat. So that's, wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow. It's just like 10 to 12 hours, 15 hours, and then you just have to proofread, I guess, maximum, maximum, like it's three days of work. Oh, real, yeah. real work in terms of consistent and you are in the zone so you'll know what you're talking about just yeah. wow <laughs> yeah look it's very um uh i mean it, it the, the whole thing is don't dwell on the whole process of the book i think people get scared of the process this is why we get it out of the way as quickly as possible so we can actually get focusing on building the business and the personal brand because it is about the, the majority of the book comes once the book is uh, you know, about to come out and, and it has come out to get those opportunities to then get your return on investment. Because, um, once you have the tool, then it's like you'll be considered for speaking a lot easier. You'll be considered for media a lot easier. Uh, a lot more people will come to your workshops. I mean, every time I run a workshop, I sell tickets. So I don't do free ones. And, um, and as a result of people buying a ticket, when they walk in, they get a copy of a book. So really I give them for the price of a book is their ticket, but that guarantees they turn up in the room. And secondly, they walk away with something that I know they're going to read because they've met me. Okay. So yeah. now they've, that's a really clever strategy because some people I know they do free workshops and then they have the issue people don't turn up and the room looks empty and then it just doesn't look professional. So it's a really clever marketing technique you use again i've we've heard so many more clever ones that you've done so far and i'm like loving this <laughs> yeah 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 no it's um it, uh, yeah look it's the best uh, tool i mean also with the planner which we spoke about earlier i mean just imagine 
you know, the people that are going to get those 200 people, my branding is going to be in their face for the whole year. <laughs> I'm going to be top of mind with them and, you know, they'll be reminded every single day they open that diary. And even if it's not like they're consciously looking at it, but, you know, our subconscious mind continues to pick up the things, you know, that are all around my branding. So, um, yeah, there is clever things to do and also um, – to have the confidence, you know what it is? It's not, sometimes people, not, it's not the two reasons why people don't write books is because of fear. So lack of confidence and uh, fear of standing out and being seen. That's, that's one of the biggest issues. And obviously the second one is procrastination. You know, when I have more time or more money, I'll do this. So waiting for all their ducks to line up, which they never will. So, um, so they're the reasons behind it all. And I think, if you just back yourself, if you're really keen to become that key uh, authority in your field, which is what I'm, I'm trusting that all your listeners are, are yes. wanting the answers to that, you just got to get over yourself. Get over yourself and go and say what you want to say. Because um, in my world, I to tell you the truth, and I didn't share this with you, but I've never done research as to what I should launch as a business. I have just basically gone, I'm going to do this and that's it. <laughs> and yeah. I, I can see that because it's like you've done, you've gotten pre-sales and you've already, people have paid you before you haven't created. And it's one of the best strategies. I think learning from you by experience that people should start employing. So you yeah. mentioned lack of confidence and procrastination as being like the worst enemies of writing a book. So how does one overcome those ones then? How do you overcome procrastination or lack of confidence or both? Uh, or both. <laughs> both. Okay, so procrastination we spoke about earlier, make a commitment to someone else and you'll follow through. So start, like announce you're selling your book, make up a mock-up cover on Fiverr uh, of what, you know, if you've got an idea, you know, come up with a title and whatever and create what, what, a PayPal button that's going to get people to pay you the 2019 and sell it at 19.95. yeah? And you'll see how quickly you'll act once a few people purchase your book because then you kind of got, you would have said to them, Hey, it's going to, it's due out in, you know, whatever, March 2016 or whatever it is. And you will not procrastinate. And if you do that for any program or product, same thing, make a commitment to someone else and that, um, will cure your, uh, lack of action. Now, confidence, um, this is a, this is a, um, interesting one because I don't think confidence you can do something to be more confident you just have to do <laughs> you have to do 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 people say to me oh Nat but you're so confident it's okay uh for you and I go <laughs> but I I wasn't born like this I didn't start in business like this I certainly imagine me when I walked into at Melbourne Airport um, back in 1991, not speaking any English. Did I have any confidence back then? <laughs> you know, um, I didn't. But the fact that I just kept stretching that comfort zone and going, I can keep standing up. I can keep doing this. And um, really, one of the things that I did that I think really uh, built my speaking skills is that one year, my second year, I believe it was, I set a goal. And that goal was that I was going to speak five times in uh, every quarter for that year. And my goal was to have spoken 20 times in total. Wow. And anything <laughs> that anything that was 10 minutes or, long, or longer counted. So it could have been that presentation at my BNI chapter at the time for two and a half years. I used to be a member of BNI. And, um, and it would have been my 10-minute presentation for them. I spoke at the Chamber of Commerce. I did my own workshop, whatever. Well, at the end of that year, I spoke 30 times, not 20, okay? And by the fact that I focused on that thing, like I put my little strokes, how many times I was um, I was speaking and all that, by the end of that year, I really did not need any notes. I did not need to prepare. I just basically could get up and just talk and deliver value because I just did it over and over and over and, and just said my goal is going to be five a quarter. And when I said that, uh, focus. I kept looking for opportunities, you know, and putting my hand up. Yep, I can talk here. Or uh, do you need someone? You know, keep asking. And um, and this year, uh, I counted my calendar, and I'm up to 63 speaking engagements. Whether it's speaking in front of um, groups as a guest speaker or hosting my own events, 
all my own trainings and things like that. So I was like thinking, well, what's my goal going to be next year? And I think <laughs> it'll be, well, my goal is going to be 100 horses, 100 events. No, and that's a really clever strategy because I think that helps you bring confidence and it will lead into you speaking your book more clearly because that's what you mentioned that oh, yeah. helped you, yeah? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have no, you know, I demo for people how they would speak out their chapter from their notes that we unpack together. And when I demo it, like, uh, it's like, as if th- then they're going to me, well, can you write my book for me? <laughs> and, uh, uh, the only no. I said, you'll get better at it. I said, don't compare yourself to me. I've done this a million times demoing for people and I've also spoken so much. So I said, I can think on my feet now. I can, um, you know, uh, make up things. I, I just, I'm relaxed about the process and that's why it seems easy, but, um, just, you know just uh, take your time and with repetition you'll get better at it so now we've got the book we've got the chapter we've spoken it out we've got it transcribed we've proofread it so how does it go to the publisher or is it self-publishing mainly or is it some proper publisher self-published we use a company in melbourne uh that's only a couple of suburbs from where i live i like to use people i know personally uh this is the part we definitely you don't outsource services. Even the the guy in Canada, he's still an Aussie that lives over there. Um, <laughs> but um, I have been burnt by the very first publisher that I used for my weight loss book. Um, and two key things why is that I didn't get the rights to reprint my book um, here. So they didn't give me a CD where I could print it locally. And I had to redo the whole book and not redo the uh, content, but uh, the cover, buy a new barcode number, and then start reprinting here, which is the guys who do all our books that help us out. We use a company called Busy Bird Publishing. Um, they're not huge. Actually, I I think about 90% of the work that I do is the work for us. Um, so they've got a series of um, various editors that specialize in different niches so that the authors get the, the right editor for their book. Um, and they provide us with, a, I guess, a, a bulk publishing discount uh, because we bring them so many books. And they provide us with a package that, you know, say uh, editing, proofing, layout, ebook version of your book, your book uploaded to Amazon, uh, your first 100 copies of um, your paperback version, uh, which at the moment we have actually uh, increased for the next couple of retreats to be 500 copies. Um, and uh, your book gets deposited into the national and state library because all books written in Australia must be archived um, in in those libraries. So they give us that package and that is actually one of the key um, reasons why we have 100% success rate is because our authors invest in everything. So everything's included, your publishing, your accommodation, your meals, your drinks at retreat, the wines that we have at night and champagne. <laughs> And um, the transcription, so everything that goes into making it. So there's quite a lot of overheads and expenses that we um, incur. About 40% of our package price is expenses, um, but we obviously manage our cash flow really well and how people pay us. So it works really well. And then the beauty is that people uh, follow through because um, they've invested and they're getting everything. So um I say that's one of why I trick them into becoming successful and the second way is I get them to pre-sell their books so that they don't procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the key, mm-hmm. I guess, is that once they've made that commitment, that they'll take over the procrastination and then exactly. they're already yes. there and it's done for them. Then they yep. don't have to do anything afterwards. So that's a really good lesson in terms of structuring a service as well as a program. So and so you mentioned in terms of the strategies and I guess once you've done your bulk work now, as you mentioned, it's all into marketing. It's that yes. 80-20 rule. The yes. 20% is now done. Now the 80% yes. is marketing. Yes. Absolutely. So yes. What, what are the two or three best strategies and how in-depth do they have to go and which one works because you try and test things out so that your audience don't have to. So which are the ones that have worked like gangbusters for you? Running events, okay. Yep. Running events and speaking, I would put that into that same category um, because um, uh, I've hosted my own networking events. Obviously, I host my own workshops and um, uh, and speak at many different places. So that's one thing that I always, always encourage them. But because being an author, they should be able to 
and should want to share their message and, you know, to have gone as far as they did. Social media, number two, um, is that, um, you know, get engaged with the, their community and where their people hang out and obviously use the right channel uh, to do social media so so that their profile and brand continues to grow because it's, you know, it, it's a free way to uh, really get a lot of um, traction because, because you're not being threatening on social media unless you're pitching all the time, which is a completely wrong way of going about it. But, um, yeah, and go out networking. Really, uh, networking is um, the first and the last thing I would always do. Um, doesn't matter how successful um, I am and if, if I don't need to network and so. Uh, but I would, I always encourage them, take your book with you. And just get up and uh, especially the newer businesses who are really trying to break through with their business, just get up and introduce yourself and, and flash up your book. I mean, it gets people curious. They'll come talk to you afterwards and they want to catch up with you. That's what was happening when my very first book came out. Um, so those would, those would be the three key things I would tell them to go and do. Run your own events and speak, um, you know, social media and, uh, and networking. And in terms of social media, like what's the strategy that's worked for you? Because like social media, Just you be can you. cover a lot. Be you. Be you. Um, you know, share as much um, as you feel comfortable, obviously, about your personal life. I don't really hold back on anything. I've got family who's following me from overseas. And uh, my business is my life and my life is my business. So there's no holding back. You know, everyone knows what's going on when when it is, and when I catch up with people, they love it. They go, "We like to, we love that you keep us informed. You know exactly what's happening in your life." And I go, "That's why I don't have to. I can just talk about other distinctions rather than um, rather than what we, you know, uh, rather than you know what I've been posting and things like that." So. Um, everyone in my Facebook group on, uh, even on my fan page, I share personal things and, and that's okay because at the end of the day, people buy people. They don't buy how you do something and what you do. It's what you have achieved and, and, and why you do it and the lifestyle that it's provided you. So really my clients actually buy lifestyle, uh, than actually writing a book because the book is the thing that ultimately provides that lifestyle. Agree. And in terms of when you mentioned about sharing, like being you, I was just talking to Sarah yesterday and that's something she mentioned is like, ask your close friends and family that what do you do in business? Do they know that? And if you're not, if they don't know, then you have some serious issues. Yeah. Uh, that's the, <laughs> so yeah. it's the same thing. Like with your business, you mentioned your friends are friends and they buy from people they know. So oh, it's yes. like, yes, I, I, I agree completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, like my community, I mean, I'm actually closer friends with some people that I've well met in the in my business life, if you like, in the last five and a half years. Well, I guess I don't really don't interact with many people prior to that. I guess <laughs> our values change and uh, what we want to talk about and what we want to do and who we want to hang out with. It's not b- wrong or bad or it's, it just is. And, um, and that community I feel so connected with. Um, and we just continue supporting one another. Like just today we need an electrician to come and help us finish the wiring of our new pool. And we just put it up in our community. Who's an electrician? We want to support you and give you the business over going into the yellow pages. Yeah, and it's always that, you know, you, as you mentioned, you help the ones you know and you trust them. And even though you you would pay them a little bit extra, but it's that trust yeah. and that you know that they're going to do 100% on, if not 110% job. So that's really yeah. great. So, Tasha, now in terms of we're doing the marketing and we have created products and services, so is there anything left or is this circle just goes around and around, then you go to a next book or what happens then? Yeah, well, I've pretty much published a book every year in the five years and the sixth one is on the go. Uh, at the moment, I mean, I've submitted my uh, things. I'm actually writing that one with two other people. So we're doing a third of a book each. Uh, one of the people is the publisher. So it's, um, we're calling it power of three. Uh, and it's all about speaking, publishing and video. Um, so, uh, we wanted to bring that out. She suggested it and three of us agreed. And, um, I submitted my content because I do it so quickly anyway nowadays <laughs> and I wanted to get it off my plate. 
Um, but look, I, I have had a huge demand on people wanting me to teach them how to get bums on seats, which is what I've been doing a lot of it in the last uh, two and a half years with all the retreats. They all want to know how I fill my retreats because my retreats are really high end. Um, so for someone to make a decision to attend my retreat, it's a very big decision. Um, and so, um, to get people to the point of that much trust, you got to nurture and uh, really focus on the relationships and how you can help people. And, and, and really uh, a lot of marketing goes into it from one step to the next to the next. So the people who end up at a retreat, are actually one in every 25 people that I speak to, um, and so uh, the seventh book uh, will be Bums on Seats and it will be how to promote, prepare and profit from webinars, seminars and retreats. Um, and that's the, the reason I'm writing it. I'll just keep listening to what my community wants. Like they, they want to know how to, um, you know, develop, um, you know, their own retreat. They want to know how to write a book. They want to know how to create a planner. There's all these pro- products and things that I can just develop from the things that I'm doing um, and then I'm just um, teaching others to follow the steps and giving them in a logical sequence because obviously everything exists in my head um, but I need to deliver it in a logical uh, order for people to replicate and model it. And I can't wait those for those books because they sound really amazing. And again, mm. if we go talking about bums on seats, we might go for another oh, hour. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> another podcast. I'll come back in six months. <laughs> Absolutely. When the book comes out. But exactly. in terms of the power of three, and that's also, and we talked about speaking and publishing. And obviously now video is really huge. So I can't wait for that and look forward to that book. Mm. So what is an action that, our listener can take from today obviously checking out your retreats and finding more details and even if they want to do this take the next step and come to your retreat now but is there something else that they can do in regards to going that self-publishing step well definitely the first thing is as i said i was going to give all your listeners a copy of my ultimate 48 hour also ebook version which is 160 pages of the whole system. So if you actually read the first two or three chapters, which will only really take you about probably 20 minutes, because one fact that I didn't share is that uh, did you know that uh, spoken books are twice as fast to read? Uh, a 45,000-word book that's typed takes about six and a half to seven hours to read, and a spoken book, it takes about two and a half to three hours to read. Okay, so that's an interesting little fact too. And uh, why is that? Like now it's curious. Yeah, it- uh, it's because it's very conversational. We don't use very complex words so people don't get stuck on them uh, and start thinking, you know, what does it mean? So it's as if another person is speaking to them. So it really just flows and they just fly through the content. Um, and if you download it yourself, you'll see what I mean. Like read the first couple of chapters and you'll just, before you know it, you've flown through them. So what I would say is if, um, if someone really wanted to get started, I would suggest read the first couple of two or three chapters and do the book unpack because once you get to see a skeleton for your book, it really is a, um amazing way to um, uh, to get a lot of confidence to go, you know what, I can do this and then, you know, go through the other steps. And if you feel like, hey, I want to work with the experts, that's when you contact us, but not everyone is. Uh, qualifies to come to our retreats. I always have to have a half an hour qualifying conversation where I make sure that the message that or in the book they want to bring out is a book that we would be happy to, to publish because, um, we want to make sure that the person can monetize their message. Number one. And, um, and number two is that they will be able to execute and, uh, deal with the weekend in a positive way because, um, there is 80% of our people who approach us do qualify, but to those 20%, I just need to give a bit more guidance and uh, they can come back later and, and do it. So I just don't let absolutely everyone go through because um, because I want everyone to be successful. And that's great. And that's how I guess you keep your 100% success ratio. And some people might just not be ready now, but maybe in six months or 12 months' time. So that's uh, – so where can they get this uh, amazing gift of yours? Because I know you used to sell this book as a hard copy. So really, really yeah, thank you for this. Yeah, it's still available as hard copy on our normal website, which is ultimate48hourauthor.com.au. 
But the e-version, so the soft copy version, um, there is a special gift page set up. So if you do type in the normal website, ultimate48hourauthor.com.au and then forward slash gift, uh, then you will be able to pop in your email and you'll get it uh, sent to your inbox to download and then you'll be able to open it up um, and read it as a PDF document um, so that you get all the steps and, as I said, check out the chapter unpack template and, you know, read it through. As I said, two and a half to three hours has been the reported um, reading time for that book from people who have read it. Ah, and that's a really great gift, and I recommend every single person listening to this Make sure that you download that, and if you are already at that stage, contact Natasha, reach out, and even attend the retreat. So can't say enough, and the value she has provided, especially in this podcast, has been amazing. It's already given you that initial steps to get started. So Natasha, uh, in terms of any other places you hang out apart from the 48author.com.au, what about your Facebook pages or Twitter or things like that? Yeah, look, I have a huge community on Facebook, um, a group that's got nearly 12,000 members now. We started this two and a half years ago. It's called Ultimate Business Support. Uh, but I'm happy to be, you know, friended by, on Facebook, but please don't friend me without sending me an inbox as to where you've heard me <laughs> because I will gen- don't accept people unless I've had a, a little conversation with them. And those that's because I've got over a hundred friend requests that I haven't approved. Uh, because I haven't checked out who these people are. We actually send them a private message to say, hey, have we met somewhere? Because, you know, there's a limit on the amount of connections that person can have. And I, I just want to have really high quality connections uh, that um, would get value from what I what I do. And certainly people can follow you, um, follow your Facebook. But Facebook's my main platform. I am on Periscope. I am on Twitter. Uh, but where you'll find me most interactive is in the Ultimate Business Support Group. Um, and my standard Facebook page and really my per, uh, private profile, which, which is not private. It's, it, it's available to be followed by everyone. Um, and, um, and yeah, the, the websites, I've got a personal branding website, which is natashadenman.com. Um, now Natasha is spelt without a H. So, <laughs> that's um, the Macedonian way. Is that it? The, yeah. It's, it's the way that they, we had to do it when I got my citizenship here. So everyone calls me Natasha, <laughs> uh, but it is pronounced Natasha, and um, and you can check that out as well. But watch uh, if you're really curious, guys. There is a three and a half minute professional video of the whole retreat on the homepage of the ultimate48hourauthor.com.au website, and it really gives you a journey, a visual journey through what we do and why we do it, and how exciting it can be. That's awesome. And I'll put those uh, links down on the show notes sure. and really appreciate you sharing such valuable information and obviously the book with the audience. So, Natasha, any other words in terms of parting words that people mm. should continue in their heads and keep thinking about? Look, I, I'm a big action girl, um, you know, and uh, I just basically say, you know, go out and, and, and do the work, get your hands dirty. Uh, because, um, because nothing, um, eventuates from just hoping, wishing and waiting. Um, you know, and if it doesn't work, change what you're doing. Um, the important thing is, and ultimately invest in mentors, invest in the shortcuts. I've had three mentors on this journey and each and, uh, each and every single one of them I, uh, have outgrown, uh, which is a good thing to say. And I have invested in high-end programs to make sure. So I've invested about 100K in my education and mentors over the last five and a half years, which obviously, as you've heard on this uh, show, has uh, reaped me a return on investment over 20 times that, um, which, I, uh, which I'm so blessed. But it wasn't because they did it for me. It was because I did it myself. I moved my own mountains with, with their advice and their shortcuts and took action. And that's what you got to guys do next. Uh, Take action, get Natasha's book, and make sure you check out the retreat if you're really keen on that. Uh, Thanks a lot, Natasha. Really appreciate it. And I know it's a bit late in Melbourne, but thanks. You really appreciate it again. Cheers. My pleasure. Bye. Writing a book is about building your business, building your brand, and becoming that authority in your industry And that's what I got from that in-depth interview with Natasha. I was really excited throughout that interview and I learned heap, heap more 
then I knew about self-publishing, and I knew about book writing. And I honestly love it because I love talking. So talking a book makes me more sense than sitting down and typing it out. And I'm pretty sure that that's what I'm going to do pretty soon down the track to write my own book. I'll be using my stuff that I'm learning through the podcast and speaking that book and creating a book around it, around the key to authority concept. And I invite you to do the same. So go to Natasha's website, get the e-copy of her book, The Ultimate 48-Hour Author, and start unpacking your book from your head. So start finding out what you can share with your audience through a medium of the book and use those chapters and work with Natasha's book to do that. And if you need more help, Natasha hangs out quite a bit on Facebook and her Ultimate Business Support Group on Facebook as well. So make sure you check those out. For the show notes and the other links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP051, that is EP051. And till we talk next, keep working on writing your book. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.